are again in the gem zone. Welcome to my podcast. This is Curry Glassell, and you have now entered my gem zone. <laughs> anyway, I'm just having fun with myself and my own podcast. I love having a podcast. Have you ever wanted to have a podcast? I'm just going to just be shameless, and I'm going to tell you right now that if you would ever dream about having a podcast, you'd like help with a podcast, you should definitely check out Erica Glessing. She's awesome. She can help you get up and running really, really quickly and really easily and for an amazing amount of affordable finances. So, okay, there's my own promotion of Erica because she rocks. So what are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about choices. We've been talking about choices. Why? Why am I always talking about choices? Because if you don't fucking make a choice, you won't change anything. Oops, probably not supposed to say the F word on Easter Monday. Maybe this won't go for Easter Monday. <laughs> Maybe this is not happening Easter Monday. Maybe we'll have to move this and, and, and move it somewhere else and we'll have to find another show for Easter Monday. But anyway, it is Easter Monday and I just want to say the F word like over and over and over and over again. What is that about? <laughs> Oh, yes. I am one of those people that likes to stir the pot, stir the pot. I actually had a conversation early this morning with a friend in Romania about getting my book translated into Romanian. And I'm like, that was one of the most exciting conversations I've had in weeks. The thought of Romanians reading about my life and my story and my challenges, and then eventually being able to go to Romania Wow, that's like wow. That just thrills my soul, my soul, my shoe, my shoes, my soul, and my souls, and not my shoe because that's something else altogether. Anyway, <clears throat> I have enjoyed many religions in my past. I probably had about four religions and four past lives. I'm like a religious cat with four past lives. I've enjoyed studying Christianity. I've enjoyed studying Buddhism. I've enjoyed studying. Judaism. I've enjoyed studying Islam. I've enjoyed studying mysticism. I've enjoyed, well, basically I just enjoy studying. Do you, do you enjoy educating yourself? Okay. So gosh, I think I have to share with you something my son said to me, and I'm so grateful for him. I'm grateful for both my sons. One, the older one takes a little more liberties with me. Um, I think that we've spent a little more time developing our relationship. The younger one has been off at college. And he said to me the other day something that kind of shocked me, kind of threw me into a chair, and I had to ponder it. And he said, Mom, do you want to end up a, did he say sad and grumpy or grumpy? or depressed, a depressed old woman without any friends. And I went, excuse me? Excuse me? I'm like, that for me is like the opposite of how I see myself. And yet there was something in those words that rang a chord. And I started asking questions. Thank God I know to ask questions. And I went, so how come this is, this is pinging me? What is pinging me? And immediately I thought of my mother, right? My mother ended up 
a sad, depressed, sick old woman. And I said to myself, I'm never going to be like her. Okay, so the good news and the bad news. Yeah. <sighs> when you say, as I did, I'm never, when you say I'm never, this is a decision that actually locks that point of view into your future. So everywhere you've said I never, would you be willing to destroy and create that point of view? Because I, as soon as my son said that, I went to go, oh, MG. If I don't change this, if I don't unlock the polarity of never and the polarity of I never, I never, ooh, okay. So if I don't unlock that, then I am destined to become that. It's, you know, we used to have this saying in the old hippie days what you resist persists. Well, basically, what you resist, you become. Oops. Oh, no. But the good news is, you, like me, can have a lights on moment and go, uh, hell no, oh, F no. Okay, so what do I need to change that? Well, I need to go, shoot, I was going down that path because, huh, the path of least resistance. <laughs> I love how these, these words, wordplay, I love wordplay. I must have been a wordsmith in some lifetime, you know? So, what will it take to come out of resistance? And, and I really want to thank my CP today because she was talking to me about a story where she did not resist a potential negative thing that happened in her life. And I won't go into it. The point is she just put down her barriers. That would be my version of what she described to me. And she began to receive the situation. And she didn't make it dramatic. She didn't make it terrible. She didn't make it good. She just actually might've even had a giggle and went, ah, okay, I'm not going to resist this. So what kind of future is this creating? How do I, what do I, where do I, when do I? And, and she went to work looking at how she could transition that and how grateful she was that her situation occurred. She was able to go, wow, I'm just not going to resist this. And I'm going to go with it. And this is kind of wishy gushy. I don't know if she's okay with me talking about what it really was. She'll have to give me an okay signal. Are you okay with me talking about what it was? Okay, good. Okay. So it makes more sense if I tell you that it was about her car breaking down. Okay. So how many of you get frustrated when your car breaks? Hello? Or do you just like, Oh, I'm just like, you know, super easy going. Oh, wow. It's just a car breakdown. I mean, wow. You know, no big deal. My whole day is shot. No big deal. I don't get to do the plans that I had this afternoon. Okay. Have to call, you know, the tow truck. I mean, really? How many of you actually are chill when that happens? Yeah. Like one maybe <laughs> or none maybe. So the thing that was so cool is that she decided to chill and go, wow, okay, I'm not going to resist this. And as she did not resist it and began to be grateful that A, her car stopped in the parking lot of her kid's school where there were plenty of people. She could talk to people. She could use a phone there with ease. There was internet. There was connections. It was in an environment. It did not stop, you know, in 
some field out in the middle of nowhere where she was stranded and there might not have been Wi-Fi. And just to be grateful, okay? She was grateful. Wow, how cool. And then she had to recognize and realize and actualize and acknowledge herself that she had known that for a while now, her car had been saying, ah, I'm not doing so good. Ah, you may need to take me to the shop. How many of you have had those hunches and you're like, you blow it off because you're like, what? My car talking to me? What? I'm listening. What? Am I crazy? I'm listening to a car. But how many of you, particularly if you're women, and I'm speaking to women here because I know a lot of women who their cars speak to them, and I'm one of them. <laughs> I have had my car speak to me. And I remember telling my son, go, honey, have you asked your car if it needs to go into the shop lately? Because his car is screaming at me, shop, shop, shop. And Fortunately, you know, one time he didn't listen and then he was like, oh crap, mom, you were right. And that was a, many years ago. And now he asked his car, do you need to go in the shop? Do I need to check you? I mean, maybe that's the reason we have regular oil checks because automobiles need love too. <laughs> anyway, I divert and I segue as I do because bright, shiny things, you know, that's my ADD, ADHD, OCD, and uh, functional autism kicking in. I have all these wonderful bing, bing, bang, bang thoughts that go off when I start speaking about things because I want to give you, give you this information about choice and creation and speaking and, and questioning and, and speaking to the molecular structure of the universe and, and how can you have a more joyful more gratitude-filled life, no matter what happens. Yes, all of life can come to you with ease, joy, and glory. The most amazing mantra in the whole world, say it 10 times in the morning, 10 times in the evening, your life will get better. My life got better. The bad shit that happens, no one wants to talk about it, but if you don't have any bad shit happen in your life, I want to go to your class, okay? because I have not yet figured out how to stop bad shit from happening. What I do have is a tool that when the bad shit happens, I can change my point of view. I can change my attitude. You can change your point of view. You can change your attitude and therefore you can change the outcome and not be like overcome by the bad shit when it happens. So how does it get any better than this? The access mantras, they are easy. They are simple. If you use them, they will work. Um, and, and, and it doesn't have to be access. That doesn't have to be your thing. It just happens to be something that really gave me a lot of joy. And it's a tool that I am using still every day, 18 years later, to create a different financial reality, create a different emotional reality, to create a different relationship reality, create a different family reality. I use this tool every day. Um, to, oh, a physical reality. Oh my goodness. You know, this week I had a wonderful facelift session from someone. I had an SOP session from someone. I had an MTVSS session from someone. Woo. You know, do you know guys out there that there are tools from which you can invigorate your physical well-being? There is energetic I would say energetic, is it medicinal modalities maybe? Um, access is one of them. 
It's one that I adore and I, it, it seems to work with my body and my chemistry. I'm happier and healthier than I've ever been. And I'm entering my 60s. Is that really true? Is this possible? And uh, fortunately, apparently my body is still enjoying looking 45. <laughs> so I'm told. So I'm cool with that. I'll just have to move every 40 years or people will think I'm a witch. But I'm okay with that. You know, I'll just find another place to live in the next 10 years. And then we'll just be cool, you know? And when I get to be 80, you'll be like, oh, no way, you're not a day over 60. And I'm like, oh, I love you so much. Anyway, so you too can have this amazing, joyful life. And it's all about what are you going to choose? Are, what choices are you making that are creating your future? Are you choosing to have all of life, the good, the bad, and the ugly come with ease? Or are you choosing to be upset? Now, just imagine, and I'm not a scientist, but imagine, I bet you anything, there is an article written about how upset affects your body and how joy and laughter affects your body. I know there's like a laughter guru somewhere that teaches people how to laugh all the time, but I, I'm aware that upset hurts my body and laughter and joy and ease creates my body in a different way. Have y'all ever noticed that? So if you have, would it be worth it to you to create life in such a manner that you slowly but surely, if not quickly but surely, become more happy and more joyful and less stressed and less upset? What would that be like? What do you have to do? What do you have to choose? Where do you have to go? Do you have to even go anywhere? Or can you just go with what you know? What do you know about what's best for you? Yeah, I think that's the bottom line. My friend knew that if she chilled and didn't resist and just went, oh, oh I'm so grateful my car stopped in the parking lot. How cool is that? So what can you be grateful for today? What if you had a different attitude about life? Would that assist you in going forward? If so, Please check out my website, curryglassell.com. Check out my online classes, my live classes. Would love, 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 love to have you in a class and would love to facilitate you and engage with you and assist you in creating a happier, healthier life. All right. See you next time. Bye-bye from the Gemstone.